Hey y'all, good morning. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which it stands. Two nations under God, quite divided with liberty and justice for some. And uh, uh, this is, it's a religion where we, uh, by the way, you can reach us at Ehud, it's a religion.org. That's Ehud, it's a religion.org. We exist to promote the word of God as the absolute truth, the objective truth that God has given us to live our lives by, to understand why we're here, what's the purpose of this whole thing, and uh, how we should live while we're here, and uh, what God has called us to. God has given us the opportunity for salvation unto eternal life. And many today do not recognize that gift, do not see that gift, do not express faith in that gift. And our hope is that uh, through this effort we'll reach some of those, any, even one. And those who express faith in that gift, who understand that gift, will be encouraged in their faith, will be encouraged to continue to endure the uh, angst of the world, the uh, fighting of the left, and those who put their faith and trust in the religion of evolution, the religion of secular humanism, especially, and those who, um, for whatever reason, have put their faith and trust in other religious endeavors that uh, do not hold truth, do not exhibit the absolute truth. Because Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. None come to the Father but through me. And that is, uh, he didn't leave anything open for interpretation. Either you trust in him or you don't. And our approach to this, uh, in the past we were commenting more on current political events, and we'll probably get back to that at some point. But we wanted to read through the Bible. Like I, I have stated earlier, maybe not word for word through the whole entire thing, because I'd like to get to the New Testament uh um, but we wanted to lay the foundation within the Old Testament because we, we believe it's important, especially beginning in Genesis. Um, if you don't believe in the historicity of the first few chapters of Genesis, then what's the point of believing the rest of the Bible? You know, there's a lot of people out there that try and, and conjure up means by which they can combine the idea of evolution with the Bible and all this other stuff. And man's too smart for himself sometimes. But our approach is we trust. We trust the word of God. God's big enough. God's smart enough. God's wise enough. God's, um, you know, if, if he could come to this earth and heal people instantaneously as, as Jesus the Christ did, and we trust in that, why can't we trust that he created everything about 6,000 years ago and somehow man in his infinite wisdom has messed up the idea by saying things are millions of years old, which I think is preposterous. It's a laughable theory. It's entirely laughable. And you got people worried uh, through the fear of man to comment on that. I think wise people. Some have finally come out of that and said, no, you know what? Um, people that work for a Answers in Genesis Ministry, uh, ICR down in Texas, have said, no, you know what? This earth is not that old. And it, there was a flood. I mean, go pick up fossils down in the middle of Kentucky. And how close are you to an ocean? Hmm. I don't know. So anyway, we are going through the Bible right now. 
And we are in Exodus chapter 32. We had started in Genesis 1-1. And we will pick up where we left off a couple days ago. By the way, I will be out the next few days. There will be not a podcast. Um, we're taking a break and heading out as a family. Um, to go on a little venture. So should be back in the chair next Wednesday. I believe the 1st of February. So, so let's see. Exodus 32. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain. Uh, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods who shall go before us. For this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. So this really begs a parallel into our current society, you know, because our, I think people are in the same boat. Well, where is this Jesus? Why hasn't he come back yet? Go, make other gods that can go before us. Make other gods we can believe in. We don't want to trust in Jesus. We don't want to trust in God's sovereignty and his truth. Because we don't want to submit. We don't want to have to submit to anything. We want to be our own gods. That's the credo of today. We want to be able to say there's 3,700 genders instead of two. And not call that insanity. We want two men or two women to be able to get married and not call that insanity and abnormal and try and help truly help those people instead of allowing them to live in their sin and encourage their sin. So Aaron said to them, Take off the rings of gold that are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the rings of the gold that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made a golden calf. And These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Give me a break. A golden calf, a piece of metal. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation, said, Tomorrow shall be a feast unto the Lord. And they rose up early the next day and offered burnt offerings and offered peace offerings, and the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. And the Lord said to Moses, Go down, for your people, whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt, have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way that I commanded them. They have made for themselves a golden calf and have worshipped it and sa sacrificed to it and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff-necked people. Now, therefore, let me alone that my wrath may burn hot against them, and I may consume them in order that I may make a great nation of you. But Moses implored the Lord and his God and said, O Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say with evil intent did he bring them out to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your burning anger and relent from this disaster against your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and shall, and all this land I have promised I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord relented from this disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people. Then Moses turned and went down from the mountain with two tablets of testimony in his hand, tablets that were written on both sides, on the front and on the back they were written. The tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, 
He said to Moses, There is a noise of war in the camp, but he said, It is not the sound of shouting for victory, nor the sound of cry of defeat, but the sound of singing that I hear. And as soon as he came near the camp, he saw the calf and the dancing. Moses' anger burned hot, and he threw out the tablets out of his hands and broke them on the foot of the mountain. He took the calf that they had made and burned it with fire and ground it into powder and scattered it on the water and made people of Israel drink it. That would have been nasty. And Moses said to Aaron, What did this people do to you that you have brought such great sin upon them? And Aaron said, Not the anger of my Lord burn hot. You know the people that they are set on evil. For they said to me, Make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. So I said to them, Let any who have gold take it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. That is, that is just sad. I'm sorry, Aaron. And when Moses saw that the people had broken loose, for Aaron had let them break loose to the derision of their enemies, then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered around him. And he said to them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Put your sword on your side, each of you, and go to and fro from the gate throughout the camp, and each of you kill his brother and his companion and his neighbor. And all the sons of Levi did according to the word of Moses. And that day about 3,000 men of Israel of the people fell. And Moses said, Today you have been ordained for the service of the Lord, each one at the cost of his son and his brother, so that he might bestow a blessing upon you this day. The next day Moses said to the people, You have sinned a great sin, and now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sin. So Moses returned to the Lord and said, Alas, this people has sinned a great sin. They have made for themselves a God of gold. But now, if you will forgive their sin, but if not, please blot me out of your book that you have written. But the Lord said to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. But now go, lead the people to the place about which I have spoken to you. Behold, my angel shall go before you. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. Then the Lord said, sent a plague on the people because they made the calf the one that Aaron had made. And we'll see what happens with that tomorrow. Lord God Almighty, thank you for a new day. And uh, thank you that, though I'm sure there are some on this planet that worship golden calves and worship it, the feet of horrendous images and uh, awful things that you are still faithful through all of that, that you are still the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And those of us who put our faith and trust in you need not fear, but walk in faith and trust in you and not man, that we will not fear man, I pray that you would strengthen those who desire to trust in you but are in situations where they fear for their jobs by trusting in you like college professors and scientists, um, people in government even who desire to trust in you but uh, are so uh, inundated with leftists and humanistic and evolutionary thought. Um, that they're having a hard time. So encourage your faithful, Lord. So thank you for a new day. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for stopping by, folks. And uh, 
no matter how bleak it looks on this planet at any given time, um, always remember Jesus Christ is King. He is Lord of Lords and um, over and above everything that we see. And, you know, men will be men. We're all sinful creatures. And some, by suppressing the truth and unrighteousness, will continue in that path of sin to a greater degree than others. But open yourself to faith. Open yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ. Get to know him. Read the book of John if you haven't, uh, if you don't know who Jesus is. And uh, let him encourage you to trust in him. He is the only one. He made all this. It's all for him. And uh, one day he will come back and claim it. So have a blessed day, folks. We will uh, see you next Wednesday. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing, the summer nights and fireflies, and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs. And that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mom.